Hi, everyone. My name is Mark Graham, and welcome to SkewCast, the podcast that explores the who, what, why, and how of the promotional products industry. SkewCast shines a light on our industry's best work, features maverick personalities, and discusses what's really involved in running a modern promotional products business. SkewCast is the official podcast of Common Skew. If you like what you hear, make sure to keep in touch by subscribing to the show on iTunes or at our blog, community.commonskew.com. And with that, let's get to it. Today's episode is part of our SkewCon Chicago speaker series. This is where we track down our speakers who will be joining us at SkewCon in Chicago on July 12th at the beautiful Virgin Hotel. In these discussions, we'll get a sneak peek of what they'll be talking about and why their teachings are particularly important to staying ahead in the promotional products industry. For anyone who has been trained on the Common SKU software platform, they will be very familiar with today's guest. Aaron Couture is Common SKU's customer success manager and is responsible for training distributors on the platform, fielding support questions, and offering comedy relief to anyone in need. He's a master juggler and plate spinner too. Aaron will be leading a session at SKUCon on the ins and outs of the platform. He'll be discussing new features as well as digging into areas of the application that help distributors make more money and save lots of time. Aaron, welcome to SKUCast. It's great to have you here, my friend. Uh, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. It's nice to uh, nice to finally see your office. Yeah, well, absolutely. It's nice. It's nice for you to be here and to tear yourself away from the phones. Yeah, so, I want to ask a question um, about what it's like to be the customer success manager at Common SKU. Tell me what you do in a given day. I uh, so yeah, my every day for me is uh, is a little bit different. It's kind of uh, it's a mix of doing training calls, um, doing handling some support requests, talking about things that are coming up or people who want to learn more about the platform who have been on it for a little while. So it's kind of a, it's definitely, I think you said a plate spinner is probably a good way of doing it because I'm really feeling everything from brand new people to people who have been on the platform for a couple of years and trying to uh, keep their business flowing through our system. And what's been the biggest surprise uh, in coming into this role? Like, what have you learned over the last, you know, little while of being on the job? Biggest surprise? The, the, the Probably the funniest thing for me, I would say, would be that before I worked here, I had no idea that this industry really existed. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, um, you know that you get stuff when you go to events and um, you stuff's printed on things all the time but you don't really think about where it comes from right so for me it was like seeing how big this industry is and seeing and just seeing like all the different products and different things that kind of come through the system it was like it was something I, I had zero knowledge of before I uh, before I joined CommonScape. Well, you're you're not um, alone. There's certainly lots of people that uh, aren't familiar with the industry or how to get into it, and it's it's always interesting to hear how people get into it. And with that, why don't you tell people what you were doing before you became uh, a software guru at CommonScape? Uh, yeah, definitely not software guruing. Um, I was before CommonScape. I was playing a lot of ultimate frisbee. Um, but I was also uh, working for a rental car company as an assistant manager. So I kind of worked through various locations in Toronto, um, which had some applicable skills to this job for sure, dealing with people all the time. 
um, and kind of being on the on the front lines. So it was a very similar job in the sense that I was constantly juggling different things to do. Um, but yeah, so looked for something a little bit different. Ran in a common skew and. I, I love I love working here, and and hopefully the people that you're dealing with at Commonskew are in much better moods than those <laughs> at the rental car company. Yeah, people people at rental car companies. I mean, the it's it's commonly captured in in uh, in TV and movies about the kind of various things that rental car companies go through. I can think of the Seinfeld skit about Jerry showing up to the airport and asking, "What's the point of a reservation when you don't have a car?" I'm not going to lie, I've been in that situation a few times for sure. <laughs> well, you, you you do have a lot of patience. At least that's the word on the street. Um, so I'm curious if you could tell me the key areas where people get stuck with getting on board with Common Skew. Uh, onboarding is always, a, is always an interesting thing for me because it's always a little bit different for each distributor. We do like... We do distributors from one people up to like 40 or 50 people. So everybody kind of has like their own mindset going into it. I would say the biggest difficulty are when people who come on and they, they trial the system for a little while and they maybe spend like 20 minutes or half an hour looking at the system and then they want to come on board, which is awesome. And then we try and set up training and uh, we go through a little bit of training and they just don't actually put the time aside to learn a new system. Um, one thing that we talk about are people who are super tech savvy, always want to come on and they always want to train themselves and stuff like that, which is wicked. Um, but it's just a matter of putting some time aside to actually learn the system rather than assuming that you can just immediately jump from what you used to be doing on your old system and immediately jumping into common skew and doing it on a new system. Right. Um, what are three amazing features on common skew that people should be using but they don't. Yeah, this is always an interesting question. I think, like, Catherine asked me this question actually not too long ago, um, and I think I did a bit of a talk of this at SKUCon, um, and it always it always varies. I, it's funny doing something like pro tip calls with people because there's always stuff that people, I'm surprised what they do know, but then in that exact same conversation, I'll be surprised what they might not know, where they'll know something super advanced, but then they'll be missing something really basic. Uh, stuff that we've been putting in lately uh, that I've found that a lot of people have been missing is on uh, when you're adding in products, there's always a previous presentations button. So right. whether you're working on a new presentation right now and you know there's a couple products on an old presentation, you can pull that, that across from an old one. Uh, and you can do that actually on sales orders and estimates as well. So you can actually just start pulling in products that will already have the size and decoration all set up. Um, I actually had somebody ask me the other day, they're like, is this an, a new feature? Right. And it's actually been on the system for about six or seven months. Right. But I guess a lot of people just oversee it. Right. Um, another thing that we just put in about a month ago was the ability to at mention in the notes section right. on presentations or sales orders or even on POs. Uh, the nice thing about that is that when you at mention somebody at your company, it actually sends them whatever you wrote in the notes section but it also sends them a link directly to the form that you're working on. Right. So it's kind of that extra little piece instead of having to send that email across and be like, hey, Mark, can you look at sales order number 4200? You can just at mention them in a note saying, hey, Mark, can you look at this? And you'll have the link in your email immediately. Got it. So that's like a pretty, pretty big shortcut. Um, and I think the last one is actually the dashboard. I'm surprised at how many people still don't really use the dashboard. Um, it is by far, I think, the best sales tool on CommonSkew in terms of staying organized on what you have. 
because you're able to kind of see everything that is in the system that has your name on it. And you can click down and see pretty much all presentations, estimates, sales orders, where your sales orders are at along the production line um, without having to actually go into the sales order itself and look at the different statuses. Right. And you're able to uh, also see your dashboard on your phone as well. So yep. while, while CommonSkew doesn't have a native app just yet, um, this is the next best thing in terms of having a dashboard that has uh, actionable information that has been formatted to your screen, whether it's an Android or, uh, or an iPhone. Um, so you can be checking your orders at 11 o'clock at night if you wish. Yeah, exactly. Or sending in a support request while you're checking in your uh, dashboard at 11 o'clock at night. The, and, and will you respond at 11 o'clock at night? Uh, it depends. If it's like my computer's on fire, then I'll call 911 for you. But I mean, <laughs> if, it's a, if, it's a, if it's a big deal, definitely you'll, you'll hear from me. Um, switching gears, I want to hear about what your top support request is about. Yeah, my top, they, they all vary so much. It comes back to that conversation where I said, I'm really surprised by what uh, some people know and what some people don't. I think the, the top support request, kind of funny, but I would say it's, I accidentally deleted this. Right. Uh, which actually we just, speaking about new features, um, we just put in a feature that if you accidentally delete something, you can now undelete it yourself. Mm. But up until we implemented that about two, three weeks ago, that was definitely like the, I accidentally delete, and it's always a panic where it's right. like I get support requests that are in all caps. They're like, I accidentally. So yeah, that definitely, I would say that comes up the most. Um, with new users, it's just filling out the shipping information or something like that where they miss an easy step. But I would say those are probably the two most common ones that I get. The people that we've had the good fortune of working with over the last several years are creative, dynamic, enthusiastic, progressive entrepreneurial people that are pushing the envelope. And it's really cool to be um, invited into their businesses each and every day. So I, 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 those, uh, those stories are uh, fun and exciting and inspiring to some extent. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I, that I love about our client base is that um, a lot of people, when I run into them, and I met a lot of people at SKUCon in Vegas, but uh, a lot of people ask me what I like about working here at Common SKU. And my favorite thing is that when people talk to me, whether it's through a support request or it's over the phone is that like this is how i am outside of the office i'm the exact same person inside of the office and i think that's one thing that that's my favorite thing about being here is that i don't really need to change my attitude and the like distributors that i talk to are all super awesome and friendly about it and i get to meet some some pretty cool people yeah, well, that's that's that that's great. Um, it's been it's been a it's been quite a journey having uh, having you on the team. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a long journey. So if you were a distributor, put pretend you're a distributor and you're a new distributor coming on board Common Skew today, okay? And you've been in the business for let's say five seven years. You've developed some some. Uh, different systems, the systems that have made that have worked for you in the past. How would you prepare yourself to transition from your old system to Common Skew? I think the two, the two or maybe three biggest things in terms of coming on to the system. Um, one is setting a date, and that's setting a date for when you want to transition your business to be being fully on Common Skew. I think that some people get tied up with still trying to run the business on their old system and you're trying to still put through old orders. 
And I totally understand that. But setting a date and saying, if you have a staff of like four or five people saying, you know, as of this date, we're putting all new orders in through common SKU because the more you put new orders in on your old system, the longer it delays you to start using common SKU. Mm-hmm. So I think setting that data side and setting something for a staff to look at that and be like, okay, well, we need to know the system well enough by this date um, is, is huge. Um, setting up training and in that training, setting up a process one thing that also surprises me about this industry is that I've talked to, I don't know how many distributors in total. That'd be an interesting stat to pull, but I very, very rarely run into uh, more than one or two who have the exact same process, right? Where it's like, they're like, Oh, we do it like this. And then we, this person hands it to this person and then they invoice or everybody has like these little quirks to their system in terms of how they process orders so when they're doing the training is to set that time aside, whether it's with me or with their staff and say, okay, this is how we were doing it. And this is how that's going to work in common SKU because setting out the process. And for some people it's moving from having, doing everything on paper to doing it all online on right. common SKU. And that's like a, that's a pretty big change. So it's setting out that process with your staff and making sure everybody understands that before you're on the system not trying to learn it while you are actually on the system. And now everybody starts to panic a little bit while trying to put through real orders. Um, so I would say those two and just putting aside the time to do a bit of training. Like even if it's, even if you know everything on the system, you trained yourself or if you went through a couple of sessions with me um, to set up that last kind of like Q and a or anything to cover up. Cause there's always going to be those little gotchas along the way right. that you might not run into when you're testing out the system, right. but you'll run into when you start to put through real orders. So right. just putting right. aside that time, I think, and setting a deadline. Right. So putting aside the time, making sure that uh, everyone's on the same page and committed to doing it and, and, and getting it done all at once. It's almost like ripping the bandaid on. Take the bandaid off. Just take, just the, take the bandaid, the bandaid off. off. And what have you found like what is the quickest implementation that you have ever found in terms of someone moving from an old system to common skew, fully trained and ready to go? Oh my God. It, the quickest that's got, I would probably say like within a week, right? It's been like somebody who uh, looked at the system. They did, uh, they did a demo with Julia and it must've been like a wicked demo cause they went on trial and I, they wanted to kind of forego training. They learned it on their own. And they're like, hey, and I'll set up a Q&A with you. By the time we had set up a Q&A, they had already put through like 70 orders in the matter of like five days or something. Right. So it was crazy fast. Right. Um, and that's like, that's definitely like top echelon of fast, I would say, of, of people picking it up. But it's just somebody who was like, this is really going to work for me. And they just committed to putting in the time, started putting through the first couple orders. Right. Um, and just kind of used the resources that were give to them, given to them. And, and they were a pro within a week. Right. It's pretty fast. Yeah. Well, that's great. And uh, obviously someone who was taking the Band-Aid off fast. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely rip that one off quickly. Great. Um, well, anything else you'd like to add before uh, we sign off? And we'll see you at SKUCon. Anything else? Yeah, hopefully everybody's going to be coming up to SKUCon. Make sure you sign up for my workshop if you want to learn more about Common SKU and learn some power tips on there. And as Mark said in the intro, I'm going to be talking about the new system rollout that we are going to have that will be 
available in July in Chicago. So yeah, um, come check me out. Hopefully I'll see all of you guys at um, Skewcago. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, if you have any other questions or if you want to learn more about power tips on the system or anything like that, uh, just drop me a line. It's Aaron at commonskew.com. Perfect. Well, we're signing off here and we'll see everyone in the summer. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks this was great. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Skewcast. Be sure to keep up with our latest content by subscribing to Skewcast on iTunes or to our blog at community.commonskew.com. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.